Hello. So you're in New York? I'm in New York. All right. So you probably want to go out and get drunk. You're probably looking to go out and get drunk. Uh, no, not tonight. Um, it's a, kind of like a, an offsite for everybody. So, um, excuse me. I'm going to tear that open. Um, so I am going to be in meetings all day for the next uh, two and a half days, and then I fly back on Thursday. So you're probably looking to go out tonight and get drunk. Mm, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, before you do, I've got two words for you. Yeah. Sixth place. Fantasy soccer. <laughs> Fantasy soccer. Okay. Okay. So, how is New York? Where are you staying? Uh, in a in a, in the nomad neighborhood. Oh, very trendy. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of the neighborhoods that was a thing. Yeah, I have never actually heard that term before until I came back here. Is this relatively new, the designation of this neighborhood? Yeah, I mean, they used to call it Murray Hill or Gramercy or right. a million other neighborhoods for it. But then, <clears throat> you know, with Madison Square Park being very cool, mm-hmm. they wanted to attach themselves to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could call it Flatiron, call it whatever you want. I, it's just, you know, it's it's north of lower Manhattan and it's south of Midtown. So it's just right. a little bit cooler. Well, yeah. I mean, it used to be kind of not a wasteland, but I mean, I remember when I first came here because CNET offices are very close by. So right. Federated media. It was kind of, there were some cool things here, but it, like you said, it was between two neighborhoods. So it was just like a lot of like, you know, Chinese clothing stores or whatnot and uh there's a ton yeah, of korean the, restaurants here so i think the asian thing is still here but yeah different. if you get up into the 30s that's when the korean restaurants really begin in earnest yeah uh we had some fun over there with noah and grayson you guys remember the good times when danny would come to town we'd get some bibimbaps going that was fun yeah <clears throat> um boy i could i could just go down memory lane all day with this, but I know you're in New York City, so you're probably itching to get out on these streets, hit yeah. a couple of taverns, you know, just soak up some of the city's energy. Yeah, uh, I definitely do want to walk around. I think there are some people who are thinking of going out to dinner, but I think I may actually just go off on my own. It'd be kind of get fun to walk around. Do you want to talk about um, the Spur Romanisti Fantasy League? I do. Okay. I mean, I've made some progress here, man. I'm in sixth place. I think that's the highest I've ever been. You're up there, excited. Man. Top half I'm of the table. It. Yep. Let's talk Slow about it. Slow and steady. Wins the race. And you've got your big guy coming back. Tony was back this week. That might be the headline story yeah. of the whole of the whole week. I mean, talk about a transformative, uh, transformative uh, player. Jesus, mm-hmm. he made that whole team so much better. It's amazing. It was pretty never, special. It was yeah. pretty special. I mean, I and that I, was the I, difference. I can't for say you. that I've I, I've never seen that before, but it was just so stark because I mean I've seen so many Brentford games, and then with yeah. him back, and how bad crazy. Brentford have been over the last ten weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's been terrible. So yeah, you're right, and hopefully they can hold on to him. I know yeah. there's been talk of a move, but for now, 
he's probably better off as far as you're concerned, he's probably better off on Brentford than he would be on one of the top six teams. Well, I, I, I think he, he wants to stay because um, he'll get uh, some better looks from teams during the summer. Right. Uh, it's worth it for him to stay and like mm-hmm. to prove that he can, he still has got it, which is very evident. And like, who knows, right? It's just like, it's already the 22nd. So they play one more time, I think, before January ends. And, and uh, I, I think it will be tough for Brentford to say yes to it because if they go down to champ, if they get relegated, I mean, that's, that's more money they lose than anything else. So You're I, right. I just don't, they're not willing to let go of him in January. I wouldn't it's be willing to, that, frankly, if yeah. it was me. I mean, one player, the cost of one player to keep your, all of your pr- Premier League uh, fun- money coming in. Not mm-hmm. that like Brentford are like in the relegation zone currently, but mm-hmm. you don't want to play around, especially with all these point deductions going around. Um, I don't think they're named in any. Whoa. Oh, Jesus. No, <laughs> I leaned on my freaking standing desk lever and it started going down. And I was like, <laughs> I've got one of those automatic standing desks. Yeah. Yeah, Scared yeah. the bejesus out of me. Okay. Yeah. Careful. Then. Well, anyway. Um, yeah. Um, uh, I mean, uh, they're, they're just looking at the standings. I mean, they're they're pretty far from relegation. Yeah. Um, but you know, six six points away. So, but that's the thing. Okay, right? that's been, too close been, to comfort. But that's too close to comfort, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of teams that are worse off than they are, but they have been the worst performing in the last five weeks out of all of those teams. They've only won one game. And only Sheffield Yikes. United um, has been worse. Ugh. Okay. So uh, I, I think that, um, yeah, if they win a couple of games with Tony, that's, that's going to go a long way. They could, go, they could move up from 14th to 11th place pretty easily. So, yeah, good for them. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, let's see. Um, the top three teams held their positions. Was there a, uh, there was no change in places? No, no. Uh, Fryer uh, was able to get by Trevor 43 mm-hmm. to 21. Mm-hmm. Not much of a contest there. So Fryer maintains its two point lead over me, and I maintain my five point lead over Grayson. Yep. And then with John and Luke losing, Slick yep. Machines moving up with 33. Yeah, Noah, baby. Noah, Trevor, and Dneg losing. Yeah. Maddox winning, moving up to ninth. He's yeah. on a bit of a roll. Right. Um, Victor dropping to eleventh. Greg moving up to eleventh, and Franco right. and um, Justin tied for thirteenth. Right. So Greg, Greg has sort of rejoined the pack here. He's at twenty-seven. Bit. So right. he's he's within striking distance of the the big sort of peloton of the league. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Greg, Greg is back from the bottom of the table. Yeah, and you know he's in a position like you where his players are cu- starting to come good. The right. pickups that he made early on in the season are are getting more and more productive for him. 
So, I mean, he had an incredible week once again. If you saw like the top scorers of the week, Grayson had 56, Greg had 52, Franco had 52. Uh, So that was pretty wild for him with De Bruyne back. That's another one of these transformative players. Maddox with 45 and you had 44. So we had some big scores from our teams in the bottom half. Yes. I mean, let's talk about Maddox for a little while because he hasn't really made a lot of moves. No. But if you kind of like look how that's panned out for him, like this week, and I don't think this is a – I'm trying to find him here. Like Dan Ings had a great game. Darwin is like Mm -hmm. coming into his own. It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, he's he's starting to be pretty consistent. And then Walker and Bernardo like on City – you know, with uh, De Bruyne coming in and, and just like Tony, really lifting up that team. I mean, yeah. that's like all, all, all boats are rising. And yeah. yeah, of course, I mean, like anybody else, I mean, that that's that's it. And did you see got... the trade that was, did you see the trade that was, that went through no. this weekend between Maddox and Luke? Not. I did so not. So Luke, Luke offered Trafford and Robertson, the de- mm-hmm. Liverpool defender, for Sanchez and Walker. So Maddox mm. actually traded Walker for Robertson, who is due back uh, fairly soon. Okay. Um, and also a healthy keeper right. in Trafford for Sanchez, uh, an injured keeper. So, yeah. so each player, each team trading away an injured player, but Robertson due back soon, and right. then Maddox gets a healthy keeper out of the deal. Right. Well, so, he also has he also has Madison and Basuma coming back. And I know so he's going to be a put- force. Yeah, he's going to be a force with like Ings and Darwin and with not, I guess not with Walker, but Bernardo. And he's got right. Juan Basaka back there. Um, yeah, that's, uh, he's got a great team. Yeah. So when do I play Maddox next? I play Maddox in game week 28. So mm. he will be back fit and firing by that point, obviously. Yeah. So that will yeah. be a, a bad time to face him. Yeah. But uh, next week, um, well, we'll deal with the fixtures for next week. Uh, at the end of the pod. So yeah. uh, let's carry on talking about some of the results sure. of this week. Um, so we, we said, uh, oh, whoops, my bad. What? Uh, I need to go back to Draft FC. Okay, so looking at Draft FC, um, Dineg lost to Franco. Everyone is going to lose to Franco this week because Franco put up 52 yeah. points. Greg defeated Justin. Uh, Grayson defeated Victor. Mm-hmm. Um, Grace, Grayson put up 56. Victor had only 29. Let's take a look at Yeesh. Victor's team. What's going on with Victor? He was he was doing well, but maybe he's hitting a bad patch. Yeah, he's got a he's got a lot of uh, injuries right now. Akanji is is like one of the better forwards, and he's injured right now. <clears throat> oh, okay. So, yeah, that's yeah, no that's good. So Akanji's missing for him. Isak yeah. did give him six points. R- Ramsey yeah. <clears throat> is mm-hmm. uh, did not play this week. Garnacho is always a hit or miss. Saka, that's got to be disappointing for Saka for Arsenal to score five goals and for Saka to have no goals and no assists. <laughs> that's when you just want to jump into a, a, a lake because well, like... they, well because they're double teaming him they're like I mean they they know i mean right now uh arsenal is a little bit one-dimensional mm. 
in that they they always go through Sokka. So they always have like two to three guys who are just bringing him down to the ground. And they mm. have complaints about that. Mm-hmm. So And they don't seem to be able to get any new players to change the dynamic there. So yeah, Sokka is, uh, is going to be in a bit of turmoil right now to they kind of figure out how to change their ways. I mean, he produced the, the seven points uh, last week, but... I mean, he's he's been shut down. So yeah, it's that's an interesting interesting uh, uh, development there. For yeah, and he played all ninety minutes too. It's not like he was sure. taken yeah. off. So it's just <clears throat> got to be. I mean, he he lost by quite a bit, but yeah. I don't know that Saka would have made a difference. But you just you want your guys when it's time of feast or famine time, when it's feast feasting time, you want your guy to be in on the feast. Yeah, I mean, Crystal Palace is not a good team. Like, he should have been part of that. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, Victor yeah. is strewn with injuries, as is Luke, to be honest. I mean, I managed to beat Luke this week. Um, I did yeah. not have a particularly good week. But with Nkunku, Robertson, Kudus, Jackson, and now Gusto, oh. also injured for him, although Gusto put up five points. Yeah. So Luke, with a healthy squad, would have defeated me, let's be honest. Yeah. Because also Agbana did not play for West Ham, so he got zero points there. So yeah. it was a it was a depleted squad, and yet I still only beat him by three points. So yeah. I have some key injuries to Sabasly and Gibbs White. So I'm I'm a little depressed myself, but I'm going to have to figure something out whether how long these guys are going to be out and whether I'm going to drop them or not. So we'll, well see. I, yeah. I mean, it's that's a tough one, right? I mean, Zabazlai did. I mean, he hasn't even when he was playing. It's just like that's a player you should consider dropping. He doesn't Easy. produce that many points. I mean, why are you? We're talking about the him? we're talking about the Hungarian hero here. This guy, <laughs> you know, this he's guy. Only, could... He's he's only produ- produced more than three points in two of his games. Actually, in three of his games. But is that his fault or is that Liverpool's fault? Well, but it doesn't matter. Like, why are you <laughs> holding on to him? Like, you can find a better midfielder than this guy. You're right. I mean, I he's all flash, but he doesn't score and he doesn't assist. It's just not, it's just not a good situation. My midfield he's... is exactly the same as it was when I drafted yeah. them, with the exception of Eze. I had to drop Solly March for Eze. Right. Um, right. Because Solly March is out for the year. But I, right. I had the same starting five in my midfield. Gibbs White has started to come good until he had some sort of training yeah. injury. Yeah. Um, but I think his injury won't be too bad as some right. sort of a, abdominal pull or something like that. But I don't expect him to be out for too long. Right. Um, as they just had a bad week, Foden, we know what he can do. But uh, Sabazlai, I guess if... If I was going to make a bid this week, and I'm not telling anybody what I'm going to do, but let's say I took at some of the available midfielders this week, which there are a lot, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, would I consider dropping Zaba's life for some of those? I don't know. I have a week to think about it because the waiver claims aren't till yeah. the 29th, and I think Liverpool have a midweek Carabao Cup return leg or something like that. Is that mm-hmm. right? Don't they go uh... to Fulham or something? Well, hold on. I mean, let's take a look because I mean, there there is actually quite a bit of. Uh, I think we have a, uh, games this week because who, who of, plays uh, Fulham in the Carabao Cup? I forget. 
So Chelsea um, is playing. Chelsea is playing Middlesbrough tomorrow, and in, in uh, this is this is the League Cup though. This is the Carabao. Yeah. And then uh, if we go, let's see. Uh, wait. So this yeah, is great Fulham's podcasting. Playing, this is Fulham uh, playing Liverpool. Um. What yeah. are they playing for? This is also League This Cup. is Carabao so the, Cup. Yeah, so, so Carabao Cup, second leg. So that's why. Yeah. And then you so have FA Cup on Friday. Fit, if Sabaslai is fit for either of those games, then that changes my equation. Even with his limited output, um, I think if he's, if he's able to be healthy and ready to play, I don't think I'm dropping him. In what? Like this coming in, weekend? Well, because the, the waiver claim is not until Monday the 29th. So Wednesday, um, Liverpool play, okay. as we say, Carabao Cup. Right. And then, um, and then did you say they have another match? Not two days later. They do, because they're still in league, and then they have FA Cup. Let me take – I'm pulling this up. FA Cup. Let's do this again. FA Cup. Liverpool have their FA Cup match Sunday, January 28th. Yeah. Okay. So it's Sunday. So they play Wednesday and Sunday. So yeah, even Sunday, if Sabazlai is able to be fit for that match against Norwich. So I have two Liverpool non-league matches to monitor my guy and see if he's... And this is probably more talk about Sabazlai than anyone listening to this podcast would ever care for. <laughs> Maybe Tim McDonough, who's not even in the league this year, which I want to give a special award. I was thinking about this over the weekend. I want to give a special award to Tim McDonough for being in this community, responding to stuff for a league that he intentionally withdrew his participation in and st- has stayed in the group and is. contributed and also, thank you for your lovely holiday card. You guys are adorable. Can't believe how old Billy is getting. Um, so, Tim, you're the greatest. Maybe you'll rejoin the league next year if we, somebody can get relegated. Yeah. Um, so we've, we're having a lot of fun this year. And th- then you can come on the podcast, too. Tim was one of the, the first um, soccer podcasters that I actually knew. He and his friend Tarek had a podcast about oh, really? NYCFC and NY Red Bull, and it was called Derby Day FC. And so it was kind of like a, it was like the Reds and the Blues of New York debating uh, MLS. So anyway, bring back, bring Great. back uh, Derby Day FC, or bring it over to Spur Romanisti. We'd love to have you on um, yeah. to tell us how your year is going, not participating in the league. <laughs> Great. Okay. All right. Let's um, let's start going down this list here. So we talked about you and Luke. Yep. Uh, did we talk about we talked about Victor and Grayson? Um, so real quick about me. Let's see. There's Tony Ward Prowse had a uh, penalty, mm-hmm. and um, Pedro Poro Petrovic, freaking a man. That guy produced mega points for me. He was a good pickup for Chelsea. I don't know if he's actually going to stay the goalkeeper, but I picked him up, and it's uh, he will for now. It's giving me, yeah, he's going to be there for now. And then I also have Tony and Malpe, which is uh, exciting. Uh, mm-hmm. I did not play Malpe because I didn't actually know what his role would be with Tony. Um, but since Mabuena was uh, injured, um, yeah, they represent the the top front, so definitely going to start him next week uh, for sure. 
Totally. Uh, yeah, you got to get both of those guys in there. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we then... talked about Greg um, defeating Greg. Justin. Greg got 52 points. Hoyland uh-huh. got him 11. So that's glorious. Yes. Martinelli with a huge haul. Right. Um, Kufal's crazy. Kufal was guilty of that red card that gave away. Um, well, mm-hmm. he got sent off, and then I think um, Ariola gave away the penalty. Mm-hmm. Um, that allowed Sheffield to tie that match. If anybody didn't see this <laughs> Sheffield West Ham game, just rewatch the last ten minutes because it's absolutely insane. Dude, that, that, was, that was that was that was the best game of the week. It was really good. It was really yeah. fun. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that was yeah Greg also had a Stupignon today who got bonus points and a clean sheet. Mm-hmm. That was the pickup of the of the month with Stupignon for Greg. Oh yeah, so, six, Greg. Six now eight, that you're, um, mm-hmm. Greg. Now that you're out of the bottom two, you're not going to be getting the pick of the litter anymore on waiver week. So mm. Stupignon might be your last, uh, yeah. you know, low hanging fruit, so to speak. Well, so, I also have I also have news for Greg is that Trippier may be going to Saudi Arabia in January because Newcastle kidding. has to, dude. Newcastle has to sell players because they they're in ffp uh problems so they're getting rid of good players mm. well you were saying that to me about roma earlier yeah yeah how dare you so trippier and uh almiron is also being rumored as a as a sell this as long game. as they don't sell anthony gordon they can do whatever mm-hmm. they please yeah they're he's not too young for him. saudi no yeah he's too young they don't want to go i mean oh. I, I don't i mean just with what's happening right now i think that a lot of players should think twice about going to saudi arabia because a lot of yeah. players are not having a good time if they want to come no. back they're toiling so. in ex- obscurity uh with yeah, it, all the, all their riches um so yeah okay so we talked about greg yeah let's talk about uh justin momentarily he did put up 36 mm-hmm. points that that would have been enough to beat me. So, uh, you know, he did not have a terrible week. Uh, a nice balanced, a nice balanced output. Rico Lewis, more with some more pep roulette, didn't even play. So mm-hmm. that's frustrating. And Alexander Arnold being injured, that's kind of a devastating blow for Justin. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but he'll be back to fight another day, I'm sure. He picked up a uh, Timo Werner, which I think is uh, gonna. I don't know if it's gonna produce like massive points, but that'll get you like five to six points a week. Yeah, because what did he do? He got an assist out of the deal, which is pretty good. Yeah, for, that's pretty know, good. He played. Yeah. Um, but he's okay, got Almiron. So... He's got Almiron and Graylish, who does not play. So I don't know. Yeah, this I know. Haver. I mean, <laughs> he's got a lot of recognizable names, but they have not been producing. Havertz, Graylish, Almiron is actually probably maybe on his way out. Yikes! Yeah, that's a that's a problem. And now here's another player who lost Noah, but would have beaten many of the teams that won. Noah put up 39 points. Would have been good enough mm-hmm. to beat me or. Uh, several other uh, league winners or uh, week winners. Mm-hmm. He had a really balanced um, output with Gomez being his uh, his top score with ten. Yeah. But then he got three twos and threes and sevens and fives yeah. and you know he a nice balanced attack for Noah. Uh, just not quite enough to get over the line against Maddox. That was uh, one of the closer matches this week. Right. Yeah. It was. Um, we already talked about Maddox. And I can um, tell you right now, you're not going to get anywhere with Beto. Like, like, <laughs> fine, pick him up. But that guy's terrible. <laughs> He's so bad. 
He looks lost out there. I mean, initially it was just like he had his opportunities, he just missed them, and now you can just kind of feel that the pressure is on. I just Mm -hmm. he just feels nervous up there, like he doesn't seem to know what to do. You know, I I mean, we don't know what's going to happen with uh, Everton. They could lose more points. Oh my god, what's going to happen? It has to happen. Like they they already said that they were in breach. That's like another ten points. It's so (laughs) fucked up. Pardon my language. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, and then let's just quickly talk. Did we talk about, um, did we talk about John? John also uh, put up 39 and lost. Uh, uh, Palmer well, yeah. got him 10. Yeah. Well, he was playing me, Um And I think his issue is Calvert-Lewin didn't produce for him. Yeah. Um, Palmer was a great pickup by him. Like that's definitely his. Best I know player. pickup and of the season so far. Yeah, definitely. And then, man, he's got Sinjenko and Mudrick, both of them. But they're, I mean, they're on his bench right now. So if he would have started Pickford instead of Turner, he would have won. <laughs> yeah. Um, always yeah. start Pickford. He's a madman. Oh yeah, totally. Over Turner, yeah, for sure. I mean, Turner is like, oh god, he's just not. And maybe I'm just the fact that he's the number one U.S. goalie, but he's not good. He's not good. Well, yeah. your patriotism did you in that time, uh, John. But apologies, you're still up amongst the top teams, so okay. we have no we have no worries that you're going to continue to challenge for top four. Yeah, uh, he is in fourth place right now, so he is challenging for it. Yeah. Um, okay, so quickly running through the fixtures for this coming week, um, right. we. Um, and by coming week, I mean, these games are Tuesday of next week. So right. maybe we shouldn't even preview these matches because we're going to have a, a waiver run on Monday, yeah. a week from today. And then we can preview the matches when we see yeah. who picks up who. Okay. Wait, what, when, when is the uh, waiver run? It's on Monday? Uh, a week from today. Yeah. Uh, okay. So right. we have a good long time. It's 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. Pacific on Monday, the 29th. And then yeah. games start on Tuesday. So... Um, everybody follow Luke and Maddox's lead and get some trading going. You have a week of idleness where no games are happening. The trading window is open and it will stay open till like Sunday morning. So get some trades going. I mean, Luke and I almost had a trade today, but then we couldn't quite figure it out, but I still see a trade happening between Luke and myself because we both have our eye on, some of each other's players. Mm, so, okay. um, and I know it's hard to make a trade because you're not going to just trade a one for one. You have to kind of find a, a balance, like a good <sighs> forward and a mediocre so forward annoying. and a good defender and a mediocre defender. So yeah. the two for two is the way to do it. Um, mm-hmm. You got to give up something to get something. So do a two for two trade. That's your commissioner's tip. That's how the that's how these trades are going to get done. Yeah. It's really hard to do trades because you have to do that. And like, you know, I, I think early on, like, I don't know about anyone else, but I, I was suffering because it's like, yeah, I, I really want to make this trade, but I need to include another player and I don't want to give up any of my other players. Right. So exactly. Weird. The other guy yeah. desperately needs a midfielder. You like all five mm-hmm. of your midfielders. Yeah, no so it's like it makes a trade impossible. Yeah. Um, maybe you and I could do a trade. Should we do a trade, a live trade? Okay, let's see. <laughs> who, do you, who do you got? I mean, I need a goalkeeper. So is Leno yeah. available? Um, I can't. I can't do that because Petrovic may lose his 
his, oh, okay. uh, his position. I can't do that. Oh, okay. I, I, need, I need to keep Leno. I'm still holding out that Ramsdale is going to get moved <laughs> during this January window and become the number one keeper somewhere. I desperately need this to happen. Although Flecken was fine over the weekend, but he did let yeah. in two goals. So, okay. Every, well, time, we'll I see, every time I see Ramsdale in goal, I'm just like, I, 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 every single time I'm like, why was he replaced? Like, he's a really good goalkeeper. I he is good, but they like Raya better, and I understand I it. They want that they want that sweeper keeper. Uh, Raya's, Raya's a better distributor. Okay. Um, right. If Ramsdale can go somewhere, but I don't even think Arsenal are going to want to move him because they have the benefit of just keeping him in reserve for the rest of this year. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so, a really good one-two punch, but yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. I feel, I feel bad for him. He deserves more than this. It's not, it's not he does. Him. He does. Yeah. Um, but he'll be okay. They'll move him in the summer. So yeah, and I, mean, I think really quickly it's just like man, this is a really boring January. It's just like there's really besides mm-hmm. like I mean there's a lot of selling, but like only Tottenham has actually gotten any players of note, which is very unusual for Tottenham. Very unusual. <laughs> yeah, to do it this early and then to be like the leading the leading getter of some really good players. Like this, I mean Timo Werner is such a great pickup because it costs them nothing. Right. And if he pans out, then they have the option to buy. It's fantastic. What a great pickup. Yeah. And have otherwise... any have any forwards even come into the league? No. Um I, there's not even a rumor. Like I I've you know, I, I yeah. have like a, a list of like all sorts of stuff. Like I don't see any forwards coming into into the Premier League. No. At all. There's there's fuck all in the way of forwards yeah. to put it in <clears throat> yep. uh British terms. Mm-hmm. There's like Martial, who's yeah. who uh, who's worthless, yeah. and there's Joan Duran, there's Vinicius who keeps getting picked up and dropped. Yeah, there's really nobody. Like what we need is like a couple of strikers from the Eredivisie or something to come over yeah. and bolster the ranks because we're in a fourteen team league here. I know. Some people just can't get themselves a, a forward that plays any decent minutes, myself included. Yeah, but then, but it's just like you know, the, the top six teams, like they all have freaking FFP issues. Like they can't. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, like Arsenal's already said they can't bring anyone in. Oh, really? And yeah, they're just like they're they they can't they can't afford it. They're too afraid of going over. So I don't know. I mean, Ma- Manchester United has actually dumped a lot of players. So I actually don't know what their opportunity is to bring someone in. Mm. Um, well, when I say dump, they actually didn't dump. I think a lot of them are loans. Same with uh, with Tottenham. So I don't know if that's really saving them money. Um, so we'll see. They they may be able to uh, to bring someone in, but mm-hmm. I just I doubt it. I doubt it. I think the goal for them is just to stay in the Premier League and be mid table. Right. I think for them, this the uh, the season's a bit of a wash. Like I think they just want to make sure that they're they're not doing anything knee jerk, which is what they used to do beforehand. Mm. And now that they have a new CEO, he's probably just like, you know, he needs time to, you know, to, you know, to get um, into the team. And I mean, that's the biggest complaint for Manchester United is they don't have a strategic plan in place. And just like, well, we're not going to get more players until we figure that out, because that would be really stupid to spend millions of dollars. Right. Especially if they're planning to fire Ten Hag in the summer. Um, Yeah then they're going to want that new manager to have the ability to bring in a couple of players of yeah. their choosing. So yeah, they're probably exactly. not going to do any more spending on 10 hogs 
during Ten Hag's tenure? Well, right now they can't because they also have FFP issues. That's they've been trying. Maybe they need to change FFP and say like (laughs) we're going to fix this so we can stop punishing every single team. I mean, if everybody's in the wrong, then maybe they need to look at the rule. What I mean, no. what if you're going to start mean, pulling I, everybody over for driving 55 or driving 56 miles an hour? Well, I mean, you'd have so, cars pulled all along the roadway. You, you well, know what I mean? Like maybe they need so to they, loosen they, the restrictions. No, they gave everyone uh, the opportunity to regulate themselves. It didn't work. <laughs> you're saying this. The only reason you're against it is because Tottenham actually had been playing with. Well, you should be the on roads. the same side because Roma is doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Roma were punished and they fucked up and they, right. they're still be, they're still suffering and they're gonna have to sell more players. Right. But um but you know, everyone's think... time is gonna come, right? Because you better believe that that if Roma and there's it's not just them, there's a couple of teams are saying, okay, but what about all these other teams? And that's the same thing right now, because in Everton, rightly so, and Nottingham Forest are just like we cannot be the only ones. Like, why are yeah. we being punished? And meanwhile, I mean, can you take like the five most obvious things that Man City have done and, and minus points from them? Like, I, I again, I still don't understand why it's taking them so goddamn long to figure this out. It's just they should so strip unfair. Man City of their titles from the last six t- titles that they've won. Yeah. Take them all away. And no one would care because they already had the parade. They already had the party. Yeah, exactly. Like they have, you know what I mean? It's like, you can't actually take it away because they already had the joy. Yeah. So. Um, and like, it's really funny because like Newcastle, they were, the fans were so excited because they got bought by Saturday. Just they had Gulf State, all this money and just like, no, 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 no. FFP. <laughs> so it doesn't matter I anymore. Know. You can't overspend. And Jesus, like what, what Chelsea has been doing. It's just like, there's some really underhanded shit that's been going on. Like some of the stories that I'm hearing are just like where there's like, I mean, it's like literally like a shell corporation thing where Abramovich was like paying companies that he was associated with to do these sweetheart deals that it's just unbelievable. Mm. They're also in trouble. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I think there's going to be a lot of um, punishments handed out um, after the season as well, because it's just too much to be dealing with as we're going through this season. But anyway, um, that's all for me right now. We've got some nice matchups midweek Carabao, and FA Cup on the weekend, and then we restart right. the game week on Tuesday of next week. So get those trading buttons, get those trading fingers moving. Uh, let's get some propositions. I, I love it as commissioner when I see a trade has been accepted and it needs my approval. It gives me a great <laughs> sense of power. So let's get some great, so let's get some more trades this week. Yeah. Um, and if you want to trade with me, I'm here. Sasha's here. We know Grayson's always up for a trade. All of everyone in this league loves a good trade. So let's see some crazy wild um, proposals flying around. Yeah, I'd love to see it. All right, Sasha. And with that, I will release you out to the wild streets of Manhattan. Go tear up Nomad and uh, send some pictures to the group of your debauchery. (laughs) Exactly. As I have All right, a, buddy. Uh, have fun out there. A, as I have a uh, a burger at a at a, a an anonymous brew pub like two blocks away. Sure, I'll yeah. do that. There's a stout on Thirty Third. If you run out of ideas, it's over by Madison Square Garden. But that's pretty boring. Stout at that sports bar. Oh no, yeah, no thanks. Yeah, there's no sports on right now anyway. Yeah, exactly. 
go somewhere better. You're yep. putting it on the company anyway. Mm, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good chatting, and uh, let's catch up soon. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye.